In this episode, I'm gonna be diving deep into the best strategies around retaining agents with class. We're gonna get into the culture, the leads, lead conversion, accountability, and systems and strategies that you can implement in your business today to retain agents at the highest level. Hey, what's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. Very excited today about the topic of agent retention. How do we retain agents at the highest level with class? I'm gonna be diving deep into culture, leads, accountability, systems, and strategies. Before getting into content today, I wanna thank all of our audience members for listening and following our podcast. I know many of you only listen and don't watch the recordings, but all of these are recorded in our state-of-the-art studio in Omaha, Nebraska. If you do wanna watch a recording, feel free to go out to YouTube. You can also just go out to our website, EliteRealEstateSystems.com, click on podcast, and it makes all of our podcasts available to you. We want more individuals to have the opportunity to find this podcast and help them take their business to the next level and become the leader they always wanted to be. Please go out if you've never done this before as a thank you to us and give us a quick ranking of five stars or 10 stars if the platform has 10 stars and a quick shout out to one of our past guests or to myself for a topic that, that, um, applied to you. Also, if there's any specific guests you want us to have us you want us to have on our show, I'm happy to reach out to a celebrity, an author, a thought leader, um, a top team or broker owner anywhere in the US or the world for that matter. Please don't hesitate to say that in the comments or you can shoot an uh, an email out to info@eliterealestatesystems.com or just drop us a, a direct message on Instagram. Again, it's just eliterealestatesystems.com. All right, agent retention. Let's get into content today. Of course, when I say agent, if you're a, um, a mortgage company, a title company, insurance company, property management company, you own a bagel shop, agent is an employee. It's a person inside your world. And as we've ideated for decades around creating value, I really feel like everything I'm gonna share today in the next 15 or 20 minutes is specific to the value that we as leaders can create for the people in our world that we would look at as our followers. I think there's a dichotomy with leader follower where the leader should always strive to become the best version of themselves. And as they become a better version, those inside their world can also become a better version. One of the greatest challenges I've had that I think does impact our ability to grow and our ability, our ability to retain is watching the people in my world. And I'll include the audience, uh, our audience members on the podcast choose to not apply the processes, the systems, the strategies that we talk about in the podcast or at our trainings here locally in Nebraska. Um, it's a really challenging as a high eye on the disc spectrum. I'm a 99. It's challenging to watch somebody who you know needs to do ABC. You train them on how to do ABC. You hold them accountable to do ABC and week in and week out, day in and day out, year in and year out, they're not applying what you teach. As leaders, we only can do so much. There's the cliche of you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And the same would be said for agents, employees, kids, pets, and it goes on and on and on. So I would give everyone permission to forgive themselves if at times you don't retain at the level in which you hope to retain at, um, or at times you don't attract the talent that you wanna attract, um, if you're doing all of the right things. Don't beat yourself up um, for the results because sometimes you can be doing the right thing and not get the results you want 
instantly. And I know if you're a high D on the spectrum of the disc, which I am a 99D, Ds always want results instantly. When someone asks how long do they have until I expect a result, I'll say today I want to see a result. Tomorrow I want to see a click. I want to see an executed contract next week. I want an appointment set today. Um, we expect results really, really quickly. So I wanted to preface all of the topics today on, um, of retaining, retaining top talent with kind of sharing some of that um, ideation. Um, and thinking about the books that have helped shape my mindset around agent ret retention and leadership, I always refer back to the uh, dream manager. The dream manager is kind of a high level overview of a company with about 700 janitors and some of the strategies that that company instilled in their business to help the people in their world become better versions of themselves, ideally around financial planning and growth, personal growth. And so instead of paying people more money, they decided to hire professional life coaches and financial planners to help people become better versions of themselves. Then you've got the book, um, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lencioni. Uh, Patrick kind of outlines this pretend scenario of uh, different roles inside of a company and talks about the importance of making sure that we as leaders are in the right seat, that our direct reports are in the right seats, and that our agents and our staff are in the right seats. One of the things I like about the DISC test is we started DISCing everyone we would um, go through, the everyone that went through the hiring process, is one, you can learn more about yourself and become more self-actualized, which the highest level of a leader, in my opinion, the highest quality is self-actualization and self-awareness. Number two is you can better communicate with those inside your world because you know where they are in the DISC, and so it allows you to have better communication and know how to um, interact better with people, both your colleagues as well as your clients. But number three is once you are more self-aware around where you are in the disc and the people in your world, it gives you the ability to deliver to them what they actually need, not what you think they need, and be able to communicate to them at a higher level. And so looking at retention and how we retain people, all people are not created equal. And all people are not in your world for the same reasons. And all people don't have the same goals that you have. Um, one of the other pieces to the disc that I wanted to mention, I kind of lost my train of thought for a second, is the difference between natural versus adaptive. And in the disc, it'll talk about what your dominant traits are that are natural. That's who you really are if you were just being yourself all the time. And then adaptive. It might be the person you have to become to achieve a certain goal, even though it's not your natural state of being. And a good example would be asking a person that's an SC to make cold prospecting calls for four hours a day. Um, they'll do it and they'll do it at a high level. Dana, who's in the room today pro producing this podcast episode, he's an SC. Um, I can say that right, Dana? And yep. he's turning his mic on. And Dana was one of our best outbound callers, but he got burned out because he was in an adaptive state. He's an introvert. He didn't want to be doing it, but he did it forcibly so he could be successful. He did an amazing job at lead conversion. But I think oftentimes when we struggle with retention, it's because we're putting people in an adaptive state and we're not cognizant that they're not in the right seat. Um, we're forcing them to do certain functions on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis that isn't in their nature. And you're going to always have the most success from a retention standpoint and a growth standpoint if you help someone become more comfortable when they are in an adaptive state and work towards putting individuals into roles that allow them to be in their natural state. And that's where somebody's gonna feel like they're happy. They're going to feel like they're in a position where they are gonna grow and become a better version of themselves. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have pain. Obviously, 
you know, you pick your hard, but growth is found on the other side of pain. And the obstacle is the way. It's a Julius Caesar quote. And it's something that I think is important that we understand as leaders, we need to place obstacles in front of someone, but just not, not just so that people experience pain so they feel like they've accomplished something, but so that somebody actually changes. And on the other side of that change, they find results. And it's the results they're looking for, not the results we're looking for as leaders. So I would say in preface to all of this, I think the biggest challenge leaders face is they want someone to get a result that that leader wants that doesn't serve the person that's in your world. And it's like forcing a square peg into a circle hole when in reality, the highest level of leadership would be to help somebody that's the square peg find a square hole or the circle peg, find a circle hole and recognize that everyone in your world is different. And the way you interact with them is different. The way you pay them is different. The way you motivate them is different. The way you train them is different. The way you hold them accountable is different. And so we would highly recommend DISC as a way to determine who people are inside your world, um, how to lead each individual, how to motivate each individual and how to hold each individual accountable. But I will take you through over the next 10 minutes, what we have chosen to adopt as our best strategies for retention. Uh, we implement this strategy across all of our verticals. Uh, we train and coach to this strategy as part of elite real estate systems. Um, one other comment I'll make uh, that does pertain to retention is the book Traction. Uh, we just started really adopting and applying the traction fundamentals in all of our businesses. Uh, they talk about EOS, which is an entrepreneurial operating system. The book Traction is really short. There's a ton of different books all around EOS, but I highly recommend to any true leader that wants to help build their company, which is all of you listeners, um, to pick up the book Traction, read it, and you should apply all of the strategies there. You might just pick and choose some that you'll start applying today. And that's fine. You got to start somewhere, but it's been a game changer for us in just a short amount of time. And there's a whole episode about it that I did with Sean Quintero just a few weeks ago that dropped. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and refer to it because I do think it is applicable to the topic of agent retention. So the first piece of retention is knowing the right people that you want to have. Um, like I mentioned before, when we launched our real estate team back in 2011, we didn't have an avatar. Um, just like a lot of people listening to this that have large teams, if I were to ask you what kind of personality traits on the disc do you want? What age, what demographic, who are you looking for to be on your team? Is it $10 million a year producers? Is it someone that's never sold a house before? Is it $2 million producer? Is it someone that works um, golf course communities or someone that works high rise buildings? And some of you would have some loose answers, most of you probably would just say someone willing to work hard that shows up and has a good attitude and nobody's right and nobody's wrong. Um, it's our responsibility to define what our Disney looks like, to come up with what our dream team looks like. And you're not right or wrong. It's what you believe is going to be best for you in your natural state to be the best leader you can be. But once you've determined who is that avatar, who is that ideal role that you want to have in your world, both as admin staff, as agents, as door knockers, as sign runners, as personal assistants, whatever the case might be, you need to be diligent in hiring slow. Everyone always says that it's a cliche, but hire slow and fire fast. Release people back out into the world if they're not the right fit for the position they're in. I've always been very cognizant of being sure that the people we bring into our world are in the right seat and recognizing that every person I ever interact with could be in some role across one of the businesses that I own or in some way become a strategic partner to me. Um, rarely do I say there's a need and I'm going to go find someone and then fill that need. Usually I'll meet a person and I'll, I'll better get to understand what they are, who they are, what they want to accomplish. And then I'll find a position for them to end up landing in. So 
I think the first thing when it comes to agent retention is understanding that we have the right team. And as you guys listen to this, I'm sure most of you have a Mickey. I'm referencing the book, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Everybody has a Mickey. Um, this person, this, it's a salesperson on this fictional team who has a horrible attitude. They're the number one salesperson, but they're always put, you know, throwing it in people's faces, not showing up on time, not being a team player. Uh, making the glory all about them and not being a, you know, having the team aspect or mentality. You're going to have a really hard time retaining talent and attracting talent if you have Mickeys in your organization. And I think some of us that are listening to the podcast might be the Mickey. I know there's oftentimes I'm the quote unquote Mickey in our world. So that self-actualization piece, self-awareness of, are you the Mickey? Um, are you the problem as a leader? And I'm sure in some areas you are, all of us would be in some area. And then also are the people in your world, the Mickey, and how can you help move Mickey to a different role and, or have a, you know, a 90 day plan to then give them a chance to prove themselves or just simply release them into the world. So the dream manager book, um, I like it, the, the word dream, because all of us dreamt a lot, especially when we were younger. Uh, we thought about what would life be like when we were adults? Uh, would we be married? Would we have kids? Would we move to Florida? Whatever the dream was that you had, there's no right or wrong dreams. But I think as we get older, we stop dreaming. And I think we slow down on the dreaming when we start recognizing how much work has to go in to get the result that was behind our dreams. So if I dreamt on walking on the moon when I was five and told people I wanted to be an astronaut, this is hypothetical, I wish I did this, but I didn't, um, and had an astronaut costume at Christmas or Christmas, Halloween, and had the desire of being an astronaut. And then as I got into high school and I got into college, I recognized, oh my gosh, to be an astronaut, like that's a very small few people ever get to go that far and you have to be literally a genius and be really good at math and science. And then I rec I didn't want to be an astronaut any longer because I knew the pain was going to be too great. The sacrifice it would have been too great. And I think for many, many people, this is a dichotomy that we're in. We start to be trained to lose faith in what we can accomplish. And so one of the things we do with every person in the organization is invite them to dream again and become more self-actualized and encourage individuals and show them testimonials of other people who have accomplished at a high level that they can dream again. They can have their 12 month to five year goals and everybody in our organizations are encouraged to create those goals by creating like a visual manifestation in either a digital dream board or a physical analog dream board where they cut pictures out of a magazine. It's a lot easier to do it digitally and you just Google images. But an example would be, um, I always wanted to take my family on a trip to South Africa. Uh, we ended up going to Cape Town for three weeks back in 2018, but I had it on my dream board for about a year and I had a picture of a safari with a family looking over, you know, the, 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 I don't know, desert, uh, with, you know, animals and stuff walking around, but it was kind of a visualization of what I wanted to one day accomplish. And then more importantly, you'd have the actionables that you'd have to do to save the money to go on that trip. This specific trip probably cost us around $20,000. So 20 grand is a big a big chunk of change. And I was making a lot of money at the time, but that's still a huge investment. So we planned it out a year in advance. We saved the money for it. I kept a little bit off every commission check or every dollar I got on distributions of the businesses that I owned. And we ended up taking the trip and I took it off the board. But helping people recognize like you can go on a trip to South Africa if that's something you really want, or you can buy a Range Rover if that's what you really want, or a Rolex, or invest in your kids' college funds, or pay for somebody else to go to Spain on a two-week mission trip. Whatever the dream is, it's, it's no one's job to define the dreams except for yourself. 
What it is our job to do as leaders is help the people in the organization have confidence that if they create a dream, that's a 12 month to five year dream, that there is a platform inside of your world that helps them day in and day out accomplish their dream and check it off their dream board to then go in and add another item that they maybe never thought of before. If you want to talk agent retention, we could end the podcast right now. If you do that with one dream of someone in your world, they accomplish one dream because your world was a solution to them driving enough revenue to be able to then go and buy the thing they wanted to buy or experience the experience they wanted to experience. They will never leave you. Another way of saying this is if your organization becomes the vehicle to help individuals accomplish their dreams while becoming the best version of themselves, while making more money and less time with less energy, they will never leave you. Agent retention. Have a nice day. Mic drop. I mean, that's literally in a nutshell how you become the best team in the world. And so that was, we were hyper-focused on this for, since 2011. Uh, we had about 30 agents when we were the biggest team in Nebraska. Uh, we were selling at the time, um, doing about 700 units a year for about 135 million in gross commission. And that's back in 2017, 2018. Now, of course, we have a huge brokerage across the state and we have a huge network across the country with our coaching company. But the dreaming has never changed. Um, at the core of everything we do, it's helping people become better versions of themselves. And in so doing, accomplishing their dreams and then helping others inside their world do the same. And to me, that's the next level of leadership. When people say to me, why would you ever want to build such a big team? Why, why do you take on all these responsibilities? It's not about the money. Um, Gary Keller says it great on the top right corner of the millionaire real estate agent book, which in the Keller Williams vernacular, they call the red Bible. It says, it's not about the money. It's about being the best that you can be. And I changed the word to becoming. So it's not about the money. Like, yeah, I can make money selling real estate or running a real estate team or running all these verticals and anything I'm going to do, I'm going to be successful financially. It's not about the money. It's about becoming a better version of myself, not being, uh, becoming cause we're never, we never cross a finish line. Every day we should strive to become a better version of ourselves until the day we die. We all will die. So I, I encourage leaders to think about the role they play, um, their ability to be self-aware, helping people in their world dream big, and then holding people accountable to their dreams. And that's where back to how I said this episode is going to be about retaining agents with class. Class was the keynote we created about six or seven years ago when our team went from 70 to 700 sides in six years. We've been making us the fastest growing real estate team in history. I don't know if anyone's ever grown that fast since then. If anyone has and is listening to this episode, if you send a, a message out, direct message me or message, uh, send an email to info at Elite Real Estate Systems, I'll send you a $100 gift card to the restaurant of your choice. And it can't be like land sales or a big multifamily deal in Florida. It needs to be traditional house sales. We went from 70 sales a year to 700 sales a year in six years. And so one of the big pieces, I think, to that puzzle was helping people dream at a high level, creating a culture of dreaming, a culture of accountability, a culture of training and a culture of success and tracking everything arduously day in and day out, week in and week out. And then assigning people success managers, dream managers that helped them dream big and held them accountable to their dreams and asked them every week, why didn't you enter your numbers? Why didn't you make your calls? Why didn't you go on your appointments and then congratulate them when they do? 
And even as a team, we'd meet every week, everyone would come together and we would highlight each agent individually and they'd have to stand up and say, this week I was supposed to make 200 calls, but I only made a hundred calls and I went on three appointments. I sold two houses. I took one new listing and I spent eight hours prospecting. And the follow-up question, anytime someone didn't do the key performance indicator always was, what do you want to remove from your dream board? What item needs to be removed? Because if you're not putting in the activities and you're not going to get the results, you're not going to accomplish your dreams. And that really hit home and hits home for a lot of people to recognize, oh, if I don't do the activity, then I'm not going to get the appointment and I'm not going to get the sale and I'm not going to get the income, which was going to allow me to unlock these dreams that I'm putting on this piece of paper or on this digital screen that represent what I want to accomplish in the next 12 months to to five years. And I think that that in that lies the game changers. You really help people recognize their daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly actions directly tie into if they're going to accomplish this dream life that they always wanted. Then we need to be a solution to training individuals on the uh, to become a better version of themselves doing the exact activities that we've said they should do to get the result that they need to get when they're doing their key performance indicator. So if the activity is making a cold call, we need to offer them accountability around, are you making the cold call? But more importantly, are we training them on a weekly basis in how to make a cold call, how to represent a for sale by owner seller, how to uh, prospect on a cold call to get a mortgage or how to door knock to find more property management clients, like whatever the activity is, what training are we providing? What books are we providing? What podcasts are we providing? What events are we hosting locally? What events are we flying people to nationally? How are we showing up as a thought leader to help the people in our world become the best versions of themselves in their active roles? Again, holding them accountable to doing the active role, but making them the best version of themselves in that active role. And then lastly, on class with the two S's is systems and strategies. What systems and strategies are we bringing into our organization to help everybody accomplish their key performance indicators faster, making more money, less time, less energy? Are we providing them the best CRM tools in our industry? Are we providing them the best leads in our industry? Are we providing them the best coaching and training and mentorship? Um, are we providing them a studio like the one I'm in right now to create their own podcast or blog, vlog, webinar, uh, or website? Are we providing them the best print material to, to have at an open house or to mail out to their clients? And the list goes on and on and on. Um, from a self-awareness standpoint as leaders, we all know the holes that we have in our business. Prioritize the holes. Make a list top down of everything in the organization that you're missing to retain agents at the highest level. What do you need more of? What have people said when they're out the door that they didn't feel like they were getting when they were with you? Um, I'll say personally, in the last 12 months, we've lost more agents than I've ever lost in probably 10 years combined because we're now a big brokerage brand. But the agents we've lost are interdependent. Uh, we went from dependent to, we, we offer a solution to dependent agents, which are on a team, interdependent, which would be like individual agents at the brokerage that just need the brokerage license or a, a small team to independent where you become this mega team. And the, the most amount of people that we lost, we lost because they wanted to start their own brokerages. So they wanted to become like us when they grew up and they felt like the money we were charging them to be in our brokerage was too much for what they could save if they went and launched their own brokerage. And it's been a really interesting dichotomy to watch because as some of them are listening to this episode, we watch transactions. I know most of those teams that have left have done less transactions now after leaving our world than they were doing while in the world. And so we think back to leadership. True leaders serve their followers by empowering them to be just like them. I invited every one of those individuals to stay in our world and to eventually become partners in mortgage and title and insurance and property management and investing. 
And a lot of those people were inspired by that messaging, but decided to do it on their own. And as I've watched, I haven't seen anyone go off and do anything on their own. Most of their businesses are simply down. And so you sit back and ask yourself as an, a, a leader who wants to provide value and help people become the best versions of themselves. I ask myself why? And I know many of us, especially your high eyes, sit at night and think, why did that agent leave? They just came on for three months and they left. Or why did that seasoned agent that was with me for six years leave? The answer is this. They left because they thought there was a solution that was better than what they believed they were receiving from you that was going to help them realize their dreams and make more money in less time with less energy. That's why they left. Now, can you go pick one thing? There was a mean comment someone made or your office location's a little too far away or the brand that you're at charges a, a royalty fee. I mean, there's all this fluff reasons that people will tell themselves or tell others. But the truth is, is if you are helping people realize their dreams and becoming a better version of themselves, making more money in less time with less energy, no one will ever leave your world. They'll stay in it. And we also need to have a world big enough that they can accomplish everything they want to accomplish underneath of our umbrella. And if your world's not big enough, you have to ask yourself as a leader, do you need to scale up? Do you need to think bigger so people can get bigger in your world? Or do you need to accept that some people won't fit in to the model you've created and might have to leave your world to become a better version of themselves? And you have to be okay with it. And I think that is really challenging for people. I see so many enemies created. I will say every person that's left my brokerage that I found out about, usually now I don't even find out when they're leaving, but once they've left, I've sent a text message saying, hey, it's really hard to see you guys go. The door's always open. You always have a friend in me. I always send that text message. I have no enemies in the real estate space nationally or locally. At least I have not tried to create any. Um, it's my intention to always have doors open. And from a retention standpoint, you have to be cognizant that people will leave because they think the grass is greener. They wanna try something else out. Maybe they wanna be just like you and go copy paste what you did somewhere else. And that should be a compliment to you. But if they don't succeed, or if they succeed and they're not happy in the pursuit that they're in, why not leave the door open for some individuals to come back into your world, which is our intention, both locally and nationally. So if you're listening to this and you have been in our world in coaching, or you've been in our world as a real estate team or agent, our doors are always open. Which leads me to the last thought that I wanna invite everyone to consider, and that is getting ready to go into Q1 2024. Not all of you that listen to this have ever been coaching clients, and some were coaching clients in the past. And we would like you to consider a demo call, a 30-minute demo call, where we could run you through everything Elite Real Estate Systems. Uh, we launched in 17. We are light years ahead from a value offering than where we were when we launched. The price of group coaching, it's designed specifically for team leaders, for real estate team leaders, is $1,000 a month. Usually there's some type of a discount that we kick out. I don't know what it is today. You'll have to get on the call with low Logan, um, our current sales director. Um, inside the group coaching product, we are offering you a weekly call with, with Andy Cuny or myself, where we're gonna dive deep into a topic, and then we're gonna spend about 40 minutes in the topic and then another 20 minutes in Q&A. We offer monthly masterminds with all of our top teams, and currently we have about 70 teams that are on our group coaching platform. We also give you unlimited seats in agent training. So all of your agents, if you have five or 100, can join all of our Monday and Wednesday agent trainings. They're all offered on Zoom uh, from 11.15 a.m. Central to 12.15 p.m. Central Standard Time every week. All the trainings on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday are all recorded, and they're all indexed. So you can look up any topic you want. Your agents can look up any topic they want, and we've probably already added, we probably already have a training for any topic that most people are going to want more information on. On top of all of that, 
We also have investor training, which is included if you're a group coaching client. That's every Tuesday. And then every Monday, Wednesday, we have mortgage training and we have insurance training. So for anyone that wants to learn more about investing, mortgage, insurance, we also offer weekly trainings to all of those verticals. And then after you get immersed into the group coaching and you are getting value and you feel like you need more hands-on attention, we offer one-on-one coaching. Uh, The one-on-one coaching is an additional thousand dollars a month. So if you're paying a thousand a month in group coaching and now you want a one-on-one coach every week, that'd be an additional thousand for a total of 2000. We're very excited and we're very close to announcing our third product and I've teased it for a while and it's called Powered by ERS. And it's the next level beyond one-on-one coaching where we can actually partner with you. And I'm gonna leave that as the teaser. There will be more to come end of Q4 early Q1 of 2024, where we're going to be inviting all of our podcast listeners to get on a call with me personally to see if Powered by ERS is a fit for you. If you'd like to get into ERS today and get into group coaching and get ready for turning this corner into 2024 and more interested in learning more about the group platform and what we offer, as well as the one-on-one coaching, you can sign up for a demo call um, today. Just go out to growwithers.com and there's a link right in there where you can set up a demo call. We'd love to have you part of ERS. Um, that gives you full access to all of our intellectual property, all of our drip email campaigns, listing present, buyer pres, everything you'd ever need to build and scale your dominant business in your marketplace. Gives you first dibs on all of our shared services. Uh, We have an ERS marketplace that's gonna be launching soon. We have all sorts of discounts across a lot of different vendors like Boomtown, uh, Mojo Dialer, uh, Vulcan 7, Wise Hire, the list goes on and on and on. So lots of value props there um, as you guys are thinking and strategizing around how to take your team to the next level, how to become a better leader in your marketplace. Thank you guys so much for following this episode, how to retain agents uh, by implementing class into your business. We hope you found it valuable and really appreciate the time you spent with me today. Look forward to having you on our next podcast. Thank you so much.